Hi, I'm Jill from Michigan. I'm Jenny from Wisconsin. Welcome back to our podcast, Creepy Sue. Where we discuss all things creepy. Paranormal. True crime. Spiritual. With a side of bullshit. Hi. Hi. How are you? Peachy, how are you? I'm dandy. <laughs> I'm tired. And I didn't work today, so that's not my problem. I just got just got back from my trip. And that's awesome. Tell us about your trip. Um, okay. So we got up there and I I I have to, I have to have to shout out Tammy. <laughs> um I walked in and there was like a little easel thing that said, welcome, happy anniversary. And there was a thing sitting in front of it, but you know, eyes. And I was like, I don't remember telling them it was my anniversary. And then I got closer and the paper was actually an envelope and it said a gift from Tammy. And it ended up being a gift card to that restaurant that Roy and I like up there. So that was That's so Tammy and, and I messaged her right away I'm like and I cried I'm not gonna lie I cried because it was so sweet um so Tammy thank you so much we enjoyed the brisket <laughs> it was wonderful <laughs> um we did some paddle boating we did some antiquing um which Roy won that because I, all I got was this little plaque about being in love and he got Star Trek cards. <laughs> um, but it was great. It was wonderful. Uh, we, um, Tammy's brother's place, um, they have um, paddle boats free with your rental. So you just got to sign a waiver. And so we filled that in. And when we got back from eating, we went out on the paddle boat. Well, when we got to the restaurant, like downpour. So I'm like, we're waiting this out because I have flip-flops on and there's a lot of water in the parking lot. And we waited for it to slow down. My feet still got wet. It was horrible. I hate wet feet. I just hate it. Um, And by the time we ordered our food, the rain had stopped. The sun was out. So when we got back to the little resort place we jumped on a paddle boat and we were like all right because we were just going like to a certain point this way and turning around and going to a certain point this way we did that like I don't know four or five times and then I'm like we should go in and we like docked the paddle boat and we got up put the life jackets back and as we were walking and I was putting the key into our door, it started pouring. So like the timing couldn't have been better. That's perfect. Yeah, it was great. We, it was just so great. It was a great getaway. I highly, highly, highly recommend that little place to go. It was just cute. And you know, okay. So when we were up there a couple of years ago, the, and the hotel that we stayed like literally just down the street not even I don't know there's like maybe five or six buildings in between the two 
but the one we stayed at a couple years ago just had like that musty smell throughout and you know it's got the indoor pool and everything and we were on the bottom floor maybe the upper floors weren't that bad but this place didn't have a bad smell so nope it was really nice um the owners tim and amy very lovely people my husband talked to someone i believe he said he thought he thought her name was wendy um very nice very helpful just awesome place i highly recommend it it's um surfside i don't remember the all i remembered was surfside oh no (laughs) surfside motel in tawas michigan awesome place highly recommend if you're going up there stay there you need a reservation though i don't i don't they seem to be pretty busy so okay yeah lovely place beautiful loved it had a great time didn't really want to go home (laughs) nobody ever wants to come home from vacation no but you know we got home and sorry i had to turn the fan but we got home and you know put everything away and just and i've got tomorrow off too so i'm relaxing yay bonus yeah i don't even know if i told you about that because we were sitting at the picnic table and I was like, man, I'm not going to want to go to work the next day. I already know I'm not going to want to go the day after coming back. So I'm like, you know what? For shits and giggles, I am going to put in for that day. So I get on my phone. I go on the little website that we have to go to to do all that. Mm-hmm. And like, once you submit it, they send you an acknowledgement text saying like, yeah, we got it. That came in. I got the acknowledgement at 2.15. At 2.20, it was approved. Oh, wow. That's awesome. I've never gotten approval that fast. So I'm like, yes, I got an extra day. Ironically, I put a request in last Friday. I'm hoping I have the answer on Thursday, tomorrow. Okay. See, and usually I got to wait about a week. See, and I, we don't get a notification saying that it's been received or anything like that. Uh, we just fill it out and hit send and wait for a response. So. Yeah, it was, it was nice though. Oh, and now we're already talking about next year's anniversary trip. <laughs> Yay. That's awesome. Yeah. And definitely we want to stay longer than two days. so So, yeah that's the plan okay awesome so how about you um let's see did some working out with my son um got to teach him how important it is it if you're having a off mental day it's just as important to keep yourself safe and not work out as overworking yourself absolutely uh so instead we ended up coming home and going on an adventure and for our adventure we took our walking path out in our back but we made little side stops and I ended up finding a feather that was like this long uh it's up drying out what is um, that? a feather oh okay um and so that was really cool 
Um, got to see a lot of other neat little things like different tracks and all that kind of stuff. And yeah, so it was fun. And we discovered that we did a lot of steps and burned a lot of calories doing it because there was a whole lot of overgrowth. Good. That's awesome. <laughs> it, it was definitely a workout. <laughs> So well, yeah. that's good. So he didn't do like the workout on the machines, but he still got the workout. So that's what's yep. important. Yep. And when I told him, because I just read it off my watch, you know, what it said when we got back. And I was like, so that was a great workout. And he's like, yeah. And we high fived. So that's good. That's awesome. Yep. So have you done any Halloween shopping? No, I've been very good. I have school shopping that I need to do first. <laughs> and it does have the lights. And I got the ornaments sitting there. I haven't put them on yet, but I got that. Roy said, you can stop now. <laughs> He, he does know that this goes until like December, right? Um, he finally, because how we had March Mess, um, he took my Halloween decorations down just prior to that. It's all right. In fairness, my Jack Skellington Santa hat has been hanging on my wall since Christmas. Fair. And I have several Nightmare Before Christmas ornaments hanging up throughout my room. And they stay up year round. So I, you, I know you know that I have never seen it. Yeah. Um, the Temple Theater is mm -hmm. going is having a showing in October and I plan on going you better I plan on going um and I do want to take the littles so that'll be awesome yeah so that's the plan I guess we just gotta wait and see about this whole strike thing first Jack will love it yeah oh, well they've all seen it they they've yeah. all seen it but I think he would the whole fact of going to see it there yeah that yeah yeah I'm giddy for you guys <laughs> yeah so because I was like okay this will be my chance I can go see it so that's awesome yeah that's plan I'm gonna go see it I, I can't remember what the what the ticket price is I think it's maybe five bucks per person something like that I don't know maybe <laughs> maybe 10 I don't know either way that's really good yeah so I do plan on going and I better I'll, get details. Yeah. Just saying. I'll, yeah. I'll finally see it. <laughs> uh, um, so yeah, other than that, it's been a whole lot of Fortnite. <laughs> um, but like I said, you know, we did get out, we did do stuff. Um, we did go play outside yesterday. I, I made him touch some grass. <laughs> So, and it was kind of funny because I was out there running around without my shoes on and yeah. <laughs> Getting some grounding in. Yeah. Um, I have not 
had a cigarette since before we left for the trip. Ma'am, that's fabulous. Thanks. I was excited when I realized um, I did have one Monday morning um, when I got up and then didn't have one the rest of the day. And that's usually what I've been doing is like one cigarette a day. And then I didn't have one at all on Tuesday. And nothing today. Congratulations. Thank you. I'm I'm proud of myself. And I just hope this time it sticks. <laughs> I'm proud of you too. Thank you. I know it's not easy. It's yeah. not. But honestly, and I don't know, I've heard they're better. Uh, the cardiologist I went to said I prefer my my patients vapping. That's what he called it. I think I told you that. But yeah. like these have been. Just, and, and you know, um, I just want to point out my mom's cardiologist said the same thing. And he even went further and explained that he would rather a person receive um, smaller amounts of chemicals or rather the lesser number versus the amount of chemicals that are in cigarettes. Yeah. And Rachel came up with this really awesome thing. She got these like, they're like rubber rings and they fit really great on a lanyard. And it's like, I'm an infant with my binky. I've seen those. Um, so yeah, and I even have like, cause I like to have more than one flavor at one time so I can switch them out. So I got this one on this lanyard. That's yes, funny. It works. And speaking of infants, um, our family got a huge shot today. Um, my nephew posted something with a girl's name on it. And I'm like, okay. Well, then a little while later, I get a message from him with like four pictures of a newborn baby. He was like, Aunt Jill, meet your niece, Skyla. So I have a new great niece that was born today congrats thanks that'll be exciting another new little person yeah babies are always fun yeah that's why i had seven and she's absolutely beautiful no i stopped it too <laughs> i always joke i couldn't figure out what kept causing it <laughs> I stopped at two. Um, I made gorgeous babies, very bad breathers, and I didn't want to do that again. Uh, I had beautiful babies. Yes, she's just gorgeous. Beautiful name. Just I'm just was so excited for him. No, even even Judy had messaged me. She's like, uh did you know that DJ and Sam were having a baby? And I'm like, nope, not a clue. I'm friends with both of them on Facebook and neither had said anything about an impending baby. So. Well, I find out or found out I was going to be a grandma 
via a Facebook post gender reveal. Is that a second baby? No, that was my first grandbaby. Oh, okay. I thought you found out the day after your other son's wedding. Mm -mm. Oh. oh, wait. Yeah. Um, sorry. It was my other one that did the, the post. So there's two. Yeah, it was the second grandbaby. I'm sorry. Yeah, there's oh, actually, there's a son, or sorry, there's a grandson and a granddaughter. Okay. Um, the son has the grandson. The other has the other. Yeah, that one did a post. Okay, see, I didn't know about the second one. Is that a I haven't, recent? I haven't thing? seen either one. Is mm -hmm. that recent? No? Mm -mm. You never told me about it. That's that one I don't mention. Uh, okay. That would be why. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So, shall we get into the story of it? Yes. Um, and I will preface by saying this is going to be a part two of three. I'm sorry. It is going to go into a third part. Um, oh, but... we got, do we got any more sciencey crap? <laughs> um yes no not as sciencey as before okay good 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 the, this one kind of um gears more towards the different agencies okay we'll say okay so yeah it, it yeah i'll just <laughs> so there was a man named rocky eugenio who says all of the victims are college-age men from fraternities, um, and fraternities are set up in a hierarchy with several chapters ran by a head chapter. And that way, orders or quotas can be issued to be carried out on specific dates and times, uh, nationally and internationally. Each chapter has a quota. He says, but don't take my word for it which we all know that's pretty much how they are. Um, but keep in mind that 40% of all MKUltra research um, or PSYOP programs were delegated to college fraternities and they're still active programs. Uh, I don't know if the MKUltra program is still active or not, um, but yeah, I think we've all heard of it and heard some of the lovely tales behind it um so yeah 40 percent of studies are done that way so just oh, under oh. half what's the name of the book again dead in the water forever awake by stephen young sorry i i couldn't remember the name of the book all good <laughs> That I made sure to keep it handy. <laughs> um, so, yeah, a whole lot of this research is still done that way today. Don't even know what programs are active or any of that. Um, so then it goes on to talk about a case that happened February 6th um, of 16. 
the body of a 23-year-old man named James, sorry, named James Dreyer. Sorry, words are jumbling. Um, He hadn't been discovered for 51 days. Um, He'd been out celebrating New Year's Eve um, near Dimrillo's Marina in Portland, Oregon. The water in which he was found was not next to the street in which he was last seen. Hmm. Um, The body reportedly, or sorry, most bodies that go into the water will resurface within six to 10 days. Um, The Coast Guard had been out continuously looking for him. Um, and there's also search parties, you know, going on all over the place. He is nowhere to be found. Um, at the time of writing this, the autopsy was still pending. Um, a police spokesman, spokesman named Chris Hardeman expressed his perplexity after security cameras generated no clues. Uh, it said it shows that he's with a friend or a group of friends, and then poof, he's not. There is no video evidence of him leaving either from inside or outside. No other cameras caught him going anywhere. He was just gone. Hmm. Scary, right? Yeah. To, to think of how many cameras are, you know, out in the world and none of them caught him. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, he, he's there and then he's not. Um, they hadn't heard anything from him. Um, there have been a great many people who looked into that death as well as others who are in relation to it. Um, there's obviously a cornucopia of cases i mean even with a search that i did asking for death or sorry drowning deaths in wisconsin uh i pulled up three just you know and that was instant on the first page and um there was an additional four i think but these ones you could look at their obituaries and be like that's a target um in fact there was one of the people um who actually spoke i don't remember if it was seven or five languages and i was like holy cow that's someone who would be a very rare commodity you know what i mean um and so yeah that automatically made me put him on the list because these people are sportsmen like educated you know um and so yeah it's like okay this this kid's going somewhere well shit i'd be safe because i'm female and i barely know english (laughs) there is one female victim that i have found i'm still safe I haven't gotten to it yet, though. Uh, but yeah, for the most part, women are safe. We're good. We can go be as smart as we want to be. It ain't going to matter. I don't know. Weird. So anyway, whole bunch of them. 
whole lot of unanswered questions. And it's not like it's one unanswered question in each case. It's you got four or five unanswered questions, major questions right. in every case. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, no answers anywhere. Uh, so the retired NYPD detectives, Kevin Gannon and Anthony Duarte, discovered over 40 drowning deaths that were connected. Okay, this is just what they pieced together. So this Gannon and a professor, Lee Gilbertson of St. Cloud University, that's here in Wisconsin, um, a specialist in gang stalking and domestic terrorism, um, they took several classes and investigated all these cases. They put them all together and been like, okay, we're going to piece it all. Um, what they found differed hugely <laughs> um, from the initial investigations in like every single case. Um, do, 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 do. They then presented these cases in a book. Um, it's actually called Case Studies in Drowning Forensics. Um, and it is available on Kindle, Amazon, uh, paperback and hardcover. But caution, it's fucking expensive. This bitch is 75 to $200. Probably. There, it was, oh, the Shepherd case, the book that was written by Dr. Shepherd. Oh, I looked for it and it was, I was like, no. Yeah, see, in this book, it pile, it pieced together the 40 cases. So okay. that would be an interesting book to read, a long, hard read, but an interesting one to read. If it were put together better than the way this one is, I'm for it. Yeah. Damn, this one's hard to follow. You have no idea. There's a reason my notes are chaotic for this story. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, so what they discovered presented the most chilling of circumstances. So back 10 to 20 years, um, investigators thought that they could, or sorry, um, different investigators thought that they could tie 100 cases together. Oh, shit. Um, so yeah, this is two groups of people. Okay, so you have Gannon and his professor, they got 40. You got this other group over here, they got 100. Okay. Do they include some of the 40? Um, I'm not 100% on that. It didn't specify. My guess would be yes, because that's how they ended up being introduced is through a certain case. Okay, okay. So um, at least some of them. Yeah, at, at least a few. Um. However, another organization um, called Find Me uh, were also looking into some of the same phenomena, as we'll say. Um, and this organization was run by a DEA agent named Kelly Sider, who said that that's barely scratching the surface with the figure they quoted as over 300. Yeah. Um, though they managed to completely disprove official findings 
and very thoroughly, but more importantly, expertly, mind you, because, you know, this is former, you know, investigators, policemen, these are uh, former DEA, this is coroners, you know, a whole slew of them have come across these cases and been like, wait a minute, this isn't right, there's something going on. Right. And they're trying to find answers, but the people, you know, other people involved aren't. So, yeah, it's like a dime a dozen for how many actually see it for, you know, the ones that don't kind of a thing. Um, so they have, you know, their expert, you know, proof. Um, they proved that there was nothing accidental or natural at all. In the multiple deaths, saying instead that the young man, young men had clearly been through terrifying ordeals, sometimes lasting weeks before they were killed and taken to the river. Both Senator Sensbrenner of Wisconsin and U.S. Congressman McNulty of New York submitted requests to the FBI calling on them to help to stop with the mounting number of victims. It is believed to be happening overseas as well, um, in Canada, England, and Ireland. Uh, the author, Stephen Young, um, hadn't been intending to actually research this topic. Um, he actually came across it while he was investigating research for a book prior to like this whole series um and it's called in the wood um but the case popped up repeatedly um while searching for all these similar deaths um but guess guess what he was searching or like trying to research time travel Okay. And then we have the young man who changed his name from a game where they were doing research about time travel. Do you not remember that? Maybe you got to remember last episode. Like, I slowly, not slowly, I I quickly... dwindled down to damn near sleeping okay uh neo babson uh where is it i okay i do remember a name change but i don't remember who to what yeah his name was neo um he was great at this game called half-life which comes up in the periodic table and stuff like that um Mm -hmm. with tritium we're not going to get into the whole science aspect, I promise. Okay. That's probably <laughs> what got me sleepy. <laughs> no offense to you. I just hate science. I know. I'm sorry. I love science. I can't help it. Um, so there was this guy, Charles Allen, um, who was found in October of two, 2007. Uh, He changed his name to Neo Babson Maximus. And this was a character in a game called Half-Life. There's another. I I do remember you saying that. 
but like I said, I was very sleepy and I do apologize for that. Yeah, there's another one though, H3, um, which goes to the periodic table, which is a half-life um, mm -hmm. thing. Yeah. Um, so anyway, it ties. <laughs> I'm trying to do it without going to sciencey. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I remember some of it, but certain like details are jumbled because, and it's not just the science. I had a very long day that day, and I yeah. talked for a long time. <laughs> yeah. And I, I just got tired. And then after a while, science just crosses my eyes. And so it wasn't you. It was, you know, I had worked all day and sciencey information just made me really sleepy. Sorry. And at this point, I'm going to make a note that I actually found physics ASMR videos on YouTube. I'm, I'm in fucking love. I was so damn excited. And then I found another one. <laughs> Just the look on your face. Um about never mind. No, 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 no. <laughs> now I'm curious. Please tell me. Um about different um atoms and proteins and the nucleus and yeah, it went down to the microscopic level, going down to subatomic, and yeah. Did you mean protons? Yeah. I know, you I missed that one. Well, the you said neutrons, protons. Electrons. Oh, did I? Yeah. Oops. So I think you, I don't know. I was like, because I know that science my, word. <laughs> my, my thoughts got jumbled. I got very excited. <laughs> I know that science word. Okay. How about we go back to police words? Okay. <laughs> okay. So between the two states, they're calling on the FBI. They're like, look, we fucking help. We can't do this. You know, things aren't working out. Kids keep people, you know, dying. Um, so doo -doo 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 -doo, he was working on, you know, a book about time travel. Um so now most would say that it being unrelated. However, Stephen discovered that there seemed to be particular areas where possible vortexes or dimensional doorways uh, occur naturally. And in those places, people are dying. Is that supposed to be anything like ley lines? Uh, that and portals. So, yeah. I mean, so some are saying that there are possible vortexes or dimensional doorways that are naturally occurring within some forest area areas. Um, and within these areas, he came across the stories of people missing. 
Um, in England, a series of disappearances happened, causing investigators to come up with theories because, you know, that's all they got because there ain't no answers. Right. Um, one of which may have hit the nail on the head. They believe that the woods were being used by a satanic cult that they believed was called Hecate after the goddess of magic and witchcraft that was my i was like you gotta be kidding me no i seriously did that when i read that and my supervisor turned and looked at me like what i was like they did it they did it (laughs) yeah um So Walker said that when he was investigating the strange area, he pleaded with the locals for information. And he met with a man who had contacted him in the woods, who was making sure to stay shrouded in the trees, you know, of course. Um And the stranger delivers a dire warning. He threatened serious repercussions should Walker continue the investigation, claiming that he had support of some very powerful connections who would, quote, not, or sorry, would tolerate no interference in their ritualistic slaughtering. Um, so Walker mysteriously says the human disappearances of which there were several ended up as open verdicts. Um, and I took open verdicts to be like cold cases. cases. Yeah. Um, so, but echoes of similarity are found in the number of mysterious disappearances in forests woods and national parks across america and canada in a particular case of todd gibb gibb i'm not sure g-e-i-b sure i don't know he lives by you (laughs) you get this one um so his case was ruled as a drowning um, however, an independent consultant, a Dr. <clears throat> Securica, we're just going with that, concluded that Todd had only been dead between two and five days. Uh, unfortunately, he had been missing for four weeks. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, he... Um, Sorry, when she had done the autopsy, she also discovered that he had no water in his lung um, and that he also hadn't been in the water an extensive period of time. Uh, The doctor says that these drownings um, are mysterious and that they defy logic. And there's this thing I got to read. Probably this pink tab right here would be my guess. Mm, Okay. So there was a student 
named Brandon Swanson of Marshall, Wisconsin. He disappeared in a field in May 2008 after his cell phone got cut off to his father, who was out looking for him. It didn't sound like he had fallen over or tripped. It sounded like he was shocked by something, horrified even. Brandon has never been found. Tracker dogs went to the canal where he had last been known to have been, out in the rural fields and found farmland. But they trekked away from the water across a field where his scent stopped suddenly. A swear word uttered in what was both surprise and shock was the last thing his father heard, ending a 50-minute telephone call as his father kept him on the telephone, trying to find him. His son had called him um, late that evening to say that he'd run his car into a dried mud bank and couldn't get out. It was stuck, and he'd asked his parents to come get it. It was May, um, and Brandon had apparently been driving home back to Marshall, Minnesota, um, a rural and mainly agricultural area um, with a lot of canals and um, wind projects that, to me, says wind turbines. Um, in fact, he had actually just completed technological courses in wind turbines. So he's a smart cookie. Yeah. After waiting for a while for his parents to turn up, he became impatient. When they told him on the phone that they were having trouble locating him, he told them he was going to walk toward the nearest town whose lights he said were in the distance and said that he expected them to meet him en route. However, it would seem that perhaps Brandon was slightly off in his description um, from where he thought he was, because no matter how hard his parents looked, they couldn't find him or his car. He continued walking toward the lights in the distance as his parents searched for him. Now, well after midnight, they stayed in contact throughout with his father keeping him talking on the phone. And Brandon was certain he knew where he was and couldn't understand why his parents couldn't find him. And he was becoming increasingly irritated. Yet his parents had gone to exactly where he said he was. And he was definitely not there. <laughs> so they continued to drive around, unable to see him or the car. And then came the swear word. Um, sounded suddenly surprised and shocked. And then the phone cuts off. It didn't sound like he had fallen or tripped, um, but shocked. But what? Whatever it was, he did not answer his phone again. Despite the father constantly calling back, his parents are now concerned. And he wasn't answering his phone for some reason. And they had no idea what had just happened to him. Where was he? Um, desperately, they continued to drive around to find him, but failed to spot any signs. They finally go to the police and end up putting out a search party. Um, it wasn't until the following day that police were able to locate his missing car by tracing signals received at the cell phone towers. The car was, in fact, nearly 20 miles from the town the boy thought he had been heading to on foot. 
what's his name again? Because this sounds so familiar. Because I, I think I've heard a, a podcast on just his case alone. Brandon <laughs> Swanson. I'm pretty. Yeah, I'm pretty sure this is it. Yes. Yeah, I, I have heard that case before. And that one, that's to me almost like that. What's her name? Myra Murray or. I don't know. Yeah, Maura, Maura Murray. That one's just as crazy as as his mm, they're okay. both incredibly crazy cases yeah um so they find it you know 20 miles away um he told his parents that he was close to the town when he called them to come get him how is 20 miles close how could he be that off right you know what i mean because i mean he wasn't stupid his, so and it's his area like he knows where he's going you know he just graduated he probably made this route a hundred times probably even drunk okay maybe not but right i know what you meant um and that was why they couldn't find him that night he'd been nearly 20 miles away from where they thought he was he'd thought that the lights he could see on the horizon were the town but he was wrong he was many miles from the town, and so while his parents had gone to that location and wandering around, um, the investigators started to believe was that he had accidentally walked into and then fallen into the river as he walked, or, or sorry, as he talked to his father, saying he was so distracted talking to his dad that he accidentally fell in. Now, I've never been so distracted while talking on the phone that I've almost fallen in something. However, I have seen idiots playing Pokemon Go walk right off piers. If he was playing Pokemon Go, we might have a different story. But just talking on the phone, I don't believe it. I don't think Pokemon Go was a thing in 2008. I don't think so either. Um, so that could explain the shock, they thought. Um, his father wasn't convinced. Neither am I. Uh, he said he may have had a drink, and according to the friends he'd been with that evening, he had been drinking, but definitely not enough for him to have been drunk. And his father said that he didn't sound drunk about the entire phone conversation um, that lasted nearly an hour. I would think if someone had talked to him for nearly an hour, they know their state of mind exactly Sometimes so yeah well obviously looking at them wasn't an option but i mean yeah you could definitely tell after five minutes if someone is intoxicated exactly and not only that but it, even if you think someone might be slightly intoxicated at the beginning of the conversation you can tell whether or not they've so sobered up by the end right and so, okay no Correct me if I'm wrong. Isn't this the case where they wanted to search like a farmer's land and the farmer flat out refused? Mm -mm. 
let me finish the story and you'll find out. <laughs> but no. Um, so despite the exhaustive search, um, they did water, land, he can't be found. They said the river was flowing fast at the time and that he could have been swept away, but it was searched in those areas as well, and he still couldn't be found. This included aerial searches, horseback, ATV, and people out on foot. So, and then, you know, you have water patrol as well. So there's people everywhere. You can right, say right. they used a fine tooth comb. Um, it, repeatedly over the grounds. Um, after the official searches ended, his family, along with volunteers, though, didn't give up. They continued to look for him for weeks. And the only clue came from a canine search dog that seemed to indicate that his scent had traveled in one particular direction and that it did not lead to finding his body as the scent stopped. However, perhaps that was a clue that he couldn't have gone in the water after all. What did hamper the search efforts, particularly the ability to track the scent, though, is that the aerial area is geographically nature is a crisscrossing winds that break up the flow. So not only is this area potentially one of the geonomic, or sorry, geographic anomalies, um, but apparently you also have a wind shift in this area as well, where the winds literally cross each other. No, no, that's not, not following. I'm listening. Okay. <laughs> That's what he said. Hmm. I, I find that very interesting. Um, so it's possible that he succumbed to hypothermia, especially if he'd walked through black grass and then been out in the cold for hours. But it was May, not winter. And even so, they still should have been able to find his body. Right. Um, so the call ended so abruptly in shock, indicating that he had somehow become the victim of foul play. And someone arrived at the scene and, you know, abducted him or something. Um, his heartbroken mother talked to news channels after the incident, saying he wasn't injured. He said he was okay. There was no damage to his car. And he felt confident about where he was. And he was saying that we were lost. The minute the call dropped, I became sick. I knew. I knew it was wrong, and I knew it was bad. And he is still missing. Now there's a 27-year-old from Texas. It, like, it just goes through a slew of different stories, you know, that are all right in the same line with that. Um, so there have been multiple cases where a second set of investigators have looked into um, either autopsy or um, the actual police investigation records or what have you. Um, and in some cases, they've gotten a hold of all of the information and looked at all of it. Um, well, they found a lot of men who supposedly drowned but didn't have water in their lungs 
Um, also, many would make phone calls either to family, friends, or even police. Um, the men are lost, need help, um, suddenly become terrified, and then the call is lost. And then no one's able to reconnect with them. And then they ping cell phones and their bodies are found X amount of time later, um, not at any of the pinged locations. <laughs> um, and to me, that's just weird. Yeah. Because most people are glued to our phones. I understand there's the exceptions to the rule, but if you're lost somewhere, you're keeping your phone in your damn hand. I don't care who you are. Well, and you got to remember too, 2008 um, technology was a little different. I want to say back then, like if you wanted like some type of GPS on your phone, you would have to pay extra for that. And of course, but this, there weren't. This is a techie guy. He's got it. I can almost guarantee it. I mean, because this is someone who's got to go out to remote fields to do surveying and things like that for wind turbines. It's a safe bet. He's got GPS. I mean, well, I mean, I don't know. Well, I mean, if he had GPS, uh, he wouldn't have thought he was close to the town being 20 miles away. But at the same time, if there's some outside source messing with him and his electronics that nobody knows about at that time, you know what I mean? It would make sense that he's like, no, I'm here. I know I'm here. You are lost, not me. You're in the wrong spot. Because he was dead set. He was certain. I mean, that doesn't necessarily make him right, though. True. I mean, I've been dead set certain on many things and have to apologize because I'm just a fucking idiot. <laughs> oh, fun. So anyway, whole lot of cases just like his where it just like, no, you done fucked up, you know? Um. <laughs> I forgot where I was. Do, 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 do. Not any locations. Okay. Um, and you know, they're often in an area that's heavily searched. Like I said, in this other case, there's five different, you know, search methods done. Um, and that if they were that's if they were found, because I came across several um that were still missing, all while local police didn't investigate and just call it a drowning. Accidental drowning died due to exposure. Tell Roy to stop scrounging in the fridge. Did you hear him clearing his throat? <laughs> no. Oh. <laughs> so another interesting thing is that through the autopsies and pathology, um, it's almost like no one is actually bothering to read these um, as they come in. 
because over a or sorry, a panel of over 200 pathologists looked into several of the cases. Um, and this like panel is a real thing. Like they they do this apparently. Um, they found that it was the exact opposite of what's originally determined. Um, with the new results being backed by evidence that's available to them. So they have this same evidence that, you know, these other investigators have, and they're like, whoa, wait a minute, this is showing foul play. This is wrong. This is wrong. You know, what the hell? Investigate. And they're like, no, no, we're good. Um, so when... The scent dogs are brought in to help locate. In many cases, the dogs will hit um, that there is an altercation. And I find that absolutely amazing. Um, oh, yeah. The, some were taken away in vehicles. And in one case, it specifically apparently hit that it was a van. Um, or whether or not they just vanish, you know, like the scent just disappears. Um, but I think it's awesome that a dog can tell that there is a physical altercation in an area. And in most oh. cases, like a day or two later. Yeah. With that one case that I'm obsessed with, but refused to cover, um, there was a lot to do because dogs that went and searched that house hit like in the basement and I don't know like it's crazy but they pick up on like the fear the trauma the it, it's it's very weird mm -hmm. and to me it's insane the training that must take for them dogs right <laughs> it's, it's crazy but th then again when like I currently don't have pets but like when I did have a dog and I was sick my dog would come cuddle me like to make me feel better at least that's what I assume like he was also just a suck ass too but my cats are bitches they don't lay by us unless they feel like it <laughs> well I knew that at the my cats <laughs> um my my bagel is hurt. Oh, yeah, she's got a hole in her back leg. I think she uh, was climbing a tree and slid down, and skewered herself on a branch or something. That does not sound like a good time. Yeah, it's not, but it's closing up, so it's getting a little better. It's been about a week. Yeah. No, but I guess what I was saying is like dogs know when you don't feel good and yep. you know they come to you so I mean I guess it makes sense they can tell if an area had some type of violent disturbance where mm -hmm. I don't but it's so weird to pick up on days weeks months after that's just right so weird to me and then to but, be able to like even demonstrate whether or not that it's a car or a van you know what I mean? Yeah, that, I don't know. 
my guess would be it probably it. does it in a way of like showing like the scent mark of the tire here the tire here you know what i mean maybe i don't know it's gotta be a really specially trained dog i mean i would have to see like oh almost like okay you gotta show me proof to convince me that a dog can tell the difference between a car truck van <laughs> i i don't know that's what it said that it hit it on that it was a van that the person was loaded into i mean so. maybe like I'm, I'm sure they run them through every scenario possible right um so yeah so most to all of the victims um, have no signs, like outward signs of trauma. Though reportedly in some cases, the men were found with terrified looks on their faces. Um, many were even exsanguinated. Uh, for those of you who don't know, that means that the bloody has, blood has been taken from your body. Um, such as in the case where two men go missing from the same area within a short amount of time. Um, so they go missing, die, end up in the water. Um, and obviously the police have to consider the possibility that something is wrong here, right? Nope. Police say, drunk, fell in. The end. Um, and they don't realize that or sorry, um, I was making a, a snide comment here in my notes that I didn't realize that uh, they opted for Occam's razor in police investigations. Um, <laughs> you know, basically, man in water, boom, he drowned. <laughs> you know, um, and I just, I thought it was absolutely amazing how there's no more you know, investigation actually happening. And that's kind of where I comment before how, you know, so many pathologists are supposedly reading these results when they come in, but nothing's happening, right. you know, um, or that their reports aren't being read by detectives or what have you. <sighs> um, so many of these men have not been found. Um, hmm. Do you know the Eddie Lemper story? That name sounds familiar. Well, Eddie was not a good man. And Eddie was from the next town. Uh, yes. Hmm. In fact, I know the bar. I, I've been in the bar. Um, he was a male rat, which <laughs> this area, it, it's really hard not to be a male rat, to be honest. Um, between the two towns, I think there's four different areas you can work in that's considered a mill. Um, so he would frequent Johnny's, which was a local bar. Sorry, I shouldn't say was. It is. Um, I don't go there anymore. I only ever went there a few times. Um, he didn't drink. Instead, he went there to play pool, which they do have a very nice area set up for playing pool and darts and things like that. Um, hmm. This guy kidnapped two men 
um, kept them locked in a basement, um, raped them. It's unknown if he was involved with some or all. Uh, however, he did go to prison for multiple counts. Um, I believe it was nine. Um, however, um, a victim remembers being at the bar, being really drunk. He makes it to his truck and passes out, right? He's th he figures, I made it to my truck. I'm safe. I'm good. Um, but he woke up naked, chained upside down, and had been raped in a dark room. Um, he was held captive for several days, uh, being brutalized before finally escaping. Uh, he goes to the nearest neighbor, calls police. When they finally get to the victim, um, he the victim immediately leads them to the home. Um, and they search. And they find another man being kept in the basement as a prisoner. Um, he told police that he had been walking home from a fireworks display when the mill worker had suddenly stopped and offered a ride. However, when they got close to victim two's home, he stopped and said he was a police officer and arrested the man and then knocked him out with a large flashlight. Mm. Um, he too found himself chained in the dark. Um, he too was beaten and sexually assaulted. Um, the floor of the basement was covered in plastic sheeting, just like from a scene in a horror movie. The worker, the mill worker had tied a thin piece of rope to the chains and the other to a shotgun that was pointed right at him so that if the man moved, the rope would tighten and pull the trigger. In the case of Jeremy Alford, was supposedly a member of a group called the Death, sorry, Death Dealers. Sorry, screwed that up again. The Dealers of Death. <laughs> Hi. That sounds not scary at all. Nah, not at all. So he claims that they had thrown Chris Jenkins off a bridge and said that they had killed many of the others that had drowned as well. Uh, though security cameras, you know, CCTV, uh, does not corroborate this. It is said, um, considering how easy it is to tamper with video, that Jeremy Alford was said to be recruiting a vagabond group of misfits so you know they're thinking okay well you know maybe it was just tampered with you know yada yada because they're hearing rumors you know um so this gang would supposed to take to the streets um not really sure about what but yeah they were gonna 
Um, but yeah, doesn't really matter. He's in prison for life now for apparently a very bloody murder. Um, I didn't look too far into that because yeah, whatever. Um, while the verdict on the existence and the involvement of the gang appears to be very open, um, his sister, Jeremy Alfred's sister, um, has said years ago when this stuff first came up, I believed he might have had something to do with it. But as far as belonging to a gang, hell no. He's just full of big talk, she says. The sisters are great, right? On the other hand, an anonymous poster contradicts her, stating, I've been investigating these so-called dealers for a few years now, and it seemed that their members are very secretive and range from petty thugs to firefighters, police, CIA. It seems they never truly reveal their identities to each other, Instead, they use nicknames. They hold very secretive meetings, mostly in the heartland. It seems to follow some of the secret traditions of other Masonic orders. He followed this investigation to the top and highest level members of the government, seeming to acknowledge their existence somewhat, but not on record. Saying if he were to estimate, he'd say that at least 2,000 members and it's nationwide. So who's right? The sister or Mr. Anonymous? Yeah, sorry. Uh, I, don't, I don't say anonymous. I say anonymous. One of my lovely things. Um, so a Milwaukee magazine um, has said back then, uh, after three months of research into these cases, a gang called the Dealers of Death claimed involvement. Alfred told the FBI the gang had murdered at least 40 of the men. Another admitted gang member called himself Smiley. According to the newspaper, some of the gang members were apparently arrested for harboring runaways and had branded one of them with a five-point star. Oh. I, Why it gotta be that way? All <laughs> I can think of is how horrible that was. <laughs> right. Um, Alfred claimed that they were part of a larger group, a political subdivision of another gang. So this is now coming up in multiple cases where there is potentially a larger group of people at work to get rid of these highly intelligent young men for unknown reasons. Hmm. And that is the story I have for today. Awesome. <clears throat> So, so much yeah. less science-y. <laughs> um, I do have a couple of things to note that I forgot to mention last time. Not science-y, I promise. Um, so at some point in one of the investigations, I forget which one, 
it talks about how the police go to talk to a Liberian um, about one of the victims. And I'm like, a Liberian? Is that like a librarian? What the fuck is a Liberian? <laughs> so wormhole within the wormhole. Um, a Liberian is a person um, or a group of people from Liberia. Um, it is actually the only all-Black state in Africa that was never subjected to colonial rule uh, and is Africa's oldest republic. It was established on land that was acquired for freed U.S. slaves by the American Colonization Society, founded a colony in Cape Miserado in 1821. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. So, yeah, that was interesting. So basically they said, oh, sorry that um, we kidnapped a bunch of your people and stole a bunch of your land. Here's some of it back and you can live there. But we're, we're going to keep whatever else. Lovely. You, you can be you over here, but we're going to go do our thing everywhere else, basically. So yeah. yeah, that's what I got for today. Now you have one more part. Yep, so, and I promise it'll be the end. No, no, you're fine. But my thought was, what? I just want to see what anyone listening would they like me to. On my next one, do a haunting? And if so, where? Pick a state. Pick a state, pick a building. Mm -hmm. Just give us something. Just <laughs> Interact with us, please. Yes. Um, let us I, know if you think we're funny because we think we're hilarious. So I feel I should have my own comedy special. Oh, I got um, told this week I'm the highlight of a guy's life. He works third shift. I only see him maybe five minutes in an entire shift, <laughs> like twice a week. Um, but yeah, he informed me I'm the highlight of his evening because I make him laugh. Like, all right, that's awesome. I, um, I don't remember if I told this story or, or if it happened after we recorded. Did I tell you a hiccup story? I believe so. About Roy having the hiccups? Mm, no. I've had a lot of lately. <laughs> I almost don't know if I should tell it because. Oh, it's that good? Then yes, definitely. <laughs> okay, so I came home from work one night last week. I'm gonna have to say, and it had to be after we recorded last Wednesday, so I'm gonna say it was Thursday. Had to be Thursday because I talked about it on Friday, so I'm gonna go with that. So. I have heard things like I can remember hearing years ago someone say like if you almost like a 
a mind like reverse psychology type thing like the next time you hiccup or the next time you or if you don't hiccup i'm gonna do this like if you hiccup again i'll give you twenty dollars so me being me i said um if you hiccup again i'll show you my titties Hey, hiccup, didn't he? I, I told you that I wasn't sure. Well, no, he didn't. He like stopped. And I went and did some shit. Like 20 minutes later, we were talking about it. He was like, you know, that cured my hiccups. I'm like, well, they're basically doctors. So what do you expect? <laughs> I, I know Rachel listens and I know Rachel's heard the story and it was like I was dying to tell people last week and I may or may not have told my team leader that let me know if he gets the hiccups because I know the cure <laughs> for a minute I was worried that you accidentally uh sent that an email to your supervisor instead of your husband no. I'm glad it wasn't that. I am so. I am very now the nickname I have at work for my team leader is Baby Daddy. I don't know why. I just do. Um so that is how he is in iPhone now. So it's a very different from baby daddy. Well, ugh. I don't know. Maybe it's not baby daddy and splendid daddy because that's how Roy is listed in my phone. Uh, and at least they start with very opposite letters. So, you know, yeah. to be fair, I do have a couple future ex-husbands at work. <laughs> Which we all know ain't never going to happen. So Right. And um, they know it too. It's just a joke thing. Yeah, and see, I love baby daddy because he does, he appreciates my sense of humor. He does. <laughs> because uh, trying to, th there it's, was. It's probably a good thing that he does because I think if he didn't, you would have been fired. <laughs> I got the union, so. Um, there you go. No, because, okay, um, back in late 2018, um, cause I was an AR at the time. Um, and I had to go cause our department was upstairs where well, they built a whole new shop for our department. So we had to go downstairs before we actually transferred all the jobs downstairs to train on these things. So yeah, it was a lot of training, um, and it was kind of sucked because when we went downstairs, people kind of scattered instead of everyone that was in our area. Now we had some in this area, some over here, some over there. Well, I was no longer in Rashad's area. Rashad moved, oh, I don't know if I should have. Baby Daddy moved to a different area. And like, I would see him in passing or if he came to do a repair or anything like that. But otherwise I didn't really see him because 
because we were in different areas. So when I got fed up with being an AR and I put in for a job and I looked at the job to see, you know, like what it entailed, because you definitely always want to look at the job before you take it. Yes. And I went and asked the one other girl, I'm like, is this your team? And she's like, yeah. And I'm like, so baby daddy will be my team leader. She's like, yes. I'm like, I'm taking the job. Like literally, I mean, the job was all right. It wasn't bad, but he is literally the reason I took that job. So he would be my (laughs) team leader. Nice. And then he moved on you, didn't he? No. Oh, I thought he did. No, he's still there. He's not allowed to move. (laughs) He has threatened to move. Ah. Um, But no. Does he know that comes on pain of death? Well, I told him, uh, here's what keeps him, I think, maybe. (laughs) I know what keeps him. If you transfer departments, Jelly Bean's not delivering you cakes. Yeah. So keep that in mind. If you go to body shop or paint, you're nowhere near me. So you will (laughs) no longer get cake. I have actually, he's talked about like not coming in like on a certain Monday and I knew who coverage would be and I'm like look if you're just not coming in because you don't want to be here if you come in on Monday I will bring you cake I have bribed that man with cake and I'm not above it that's awesome yeah um the one thing that kind of hurt last year was the egg prices that really suffered on my cake making and then of course you know like once it becomes summer it's too hot to bake we have um a mascot for the employees at the casino it's Leroy's mom um that you think you're short this woman is tiny tiny okay and and she's literally tiny um she makes the best damn cheesecake you ever did have. I like cheesecake. I mean, like, I don't, this cheesecake is, <clears throat> like, we fight over this cheesecake. Okay. Um. Yeah, it's that bad. And it's so funny because when he brings one in, he actually has to go tell specific people, it's here, go get one now. Before it's gone, yeah. Yep. And it's so funny because <laughs> I told him uh, this last time because mom just made us a cake uh, not too long ago. Um, and I joked, I was like, dude, I think mom's going to have to start baking two cakes. <laughs> yeah. Um, see, there's not many of people at work that know when baby daddy's birthday is. Mm-hmm. I happen to be one of the few. I don't know if it's because of cakes, but our birthday is a couple days apart. Ah, okay. So, like, I think that's how we both remember. So, um, I always ask him, what kind of cake do you want? And he'll tell me what kind of cake he wants. And I will bring in his cake and, and he'll say, now, is this for everybody? I'm like, it's your birthday cake. You do with it what you want. 
<laughs> and he usually does not share it. <laughs> That's funny. Um, yeah, mom made a cheesecake for me for my birthday this year. Uh, yeah. I had a lot of cheesecake. <laughs> I I did share my cheesecake. Um, but yeah, I took a, a few big pieces to fit in a container. So it lasted me a few days. So that was nice. Um, and in fact, this last time she made one, um, I told my supervisor, I was like, you know what? We need to take up a collection for cheesecake. You know, just go around to all the people who usually take a slice and be like, hey, can you pitch in a little bit to the cheesecake fund? You never know. That might get you more cheesecake more often. Exactly. And not only, but like cream cheese and um, oh, all that. Lot. Yeah, it's really expensive right now, too. So, yeah, I get it. Isn't everything right now like. <sighs> yeah. Okay. I there was, we stopped at a party store and I stopped there because I didn't know if I would need a vape while I was up there. Like if this one would run out or explode on me, like the last one did. So I'm like, you know what? I better stop while I'm up here. So of course I don't know the area. So I got to Google vape shops mm -hmm. and we went to this store because the vape shop, they were connected. Okay. And I also didn't have anything to drink. So I stopped and got my Dr. Pepper before I went into this bay shop. Now the, the three liters were marked and I was like, mm, no, I'm not going to get one of those and take it home. That is out fucking rageous. It was almost $4. Yeah. So I put my 20 ounce on the, on the on the counter and he rings it up 259 for a 20 ouncer. What? That's insane. That is 259 for a 20 ounce. That's unreal. I get a liter of water for 79 cents. Yeah. I just got a bunch of water. Not gonna lie, it didn't help much with my weight. Um it's been a year and a half now that I stopped drinking soda. Um, usually if I stop drinking pop, I'm I'm pretty good. Like I'll lose a little extra, but yeah, um, not getting in too much detail, but I was very unhappy with mirror images, um, this week and yeah. had a little breakdown and went and bought some foods <laughs> and told Roy, no more buying me, no more Dr. Pepper, but I will say this babe. It's called Mr. Pepper, and it does taste like Dr. Pepper. So, oh, nice. Yeah. Because I even asked the lady, like, what flavor? You all right? That was weird. Um, 
so as you were talking, like I wasn't really looking over in that direction, but like as I looked up on top of my mini fringe, and I'll do a quick little pan over there on top of my mini fridge, the, the blue box. It was like a black gargoyle. Like perched on top of my fridge. Oh. It was weird. That's why I was like, what the fuck did I just see? That one's new. Oh, okay. Sorry. Didn't mean to no, interrupt. Because <laughs> I asked the lady, like, what? Because I saw it and I'm like, what is Mr. Pepper? Because, like, my thought is, is it going to be Dr. Pepper like or is it going to be Black Pepper? Which, in one of those cases, I don't want it. Same. Um, and she said, it's supposed to be like Dr. Pepper. I don't really. She said she didn't care for it. She said, but other people really love it. And she, the same brand, which is Novo Bar. They have a root beer and a cherry cola. She's like, those are spot on. So she said, so I'm like, yeah, I'll try it. And it's not bad. I'm I'm not adventurous when it comes to my vapes. Well, they're kind of pricey to be adventurous. I know. <laughs> and heaven forbid you buy one and you don't like it because in my world that means I don't have a vape for the week. <laughs> or you suffer yep um this one isn't bad it's six thousand puffs rechargeable mm -hmm. um now in the beginning i really really like those ones that look like the little smoothie cups mm -hmm. but as i smoked on them they kind of i don't know it's like the aftertaste because they're getting burnt up yeah. Yep. Well, no, that I don't think they're burnt up because it is. I don't know. It's more of like a. I don't know. It's hard to explain. Mainly because words are hard. <laughs> and I mean, I can definitely tell when you're reaching the end and they're burning up because they almost have like a. Like a. I don't know. It's a really gross taste. And what I should have did, I should have went for my typical mint one, and I didn't. I got this instead. So I'll probably imagine at some point, maybe tomorrow, because I like to have a mint one at all times. Yeah. And right now I don't. I just do the same one all the time. I do like to switch it up. Yeah. I get kind of like my hair i get bored if i have it too long <laughs> i think um the results from my haircut show <laughs> how, how much i like the change of that yeah yeah um, i i i do get i mean yeah, you know right now i get bored of my hair and it was almost a full year i went without like I went lighter and then I did go slightly darker, but still like the silver blonde and, but 
but it just I don't know I just did that and then I got bored and then I was like I if I don't do a color I'm gonna hack it all off and I didn't want to do that so I didn't want to hack it off I'm actually trying to do things with it so like right now it looks ratty because you know beach windblown hair <laughs> so i showered today so mine's nice and fresh it probably yeah mine i mean i don't know mine's kind of yeah after our trek through the woods um showers were required uh, you know gotta do the tick check so oh for a second i thought you said tit check i'm like who had the hiccups <laughs> Close. He had one on his butt. <laughs> and I thought it was so funny. I didn't notice it until I was drying him off. <laughs> I was like, wait, hold on. Bend over. <laughs> yeah, it was funny. Yeah. So. And tomorrow, which is Thursday. So by the time this comes out three days ago, I took my grandkids there. I bought them all Tawa space shirts. Because I always forget to get them souvenirs. <laughs> this time I remember. Good job. So yeah, they're the Walmart there. Like the WalMarts I'm at, they don't have nothing for like tourists. But I oh, mean, this, does. this isn't a tourist town either. Like no I don't understand why. I, I mean, I, I do under, I know there's people that have come here on trips, Jenny, but, you know, for specific reasons, not because it's this. Uh, well, I, you know what? I don't even that's know. My, that's my reason, you know, and ironically, people have asked me, you know, if you could go on vacation anywhere, where would you go? I'm going to Saginaw. Yeah. Because I, I can see my friends there. Yeah. Um, and I know I actually have to look at the date. I thought it was a different date and I took time off of work, but it's either September 2nd or September 3rd. Dan, Sherry, Brett, and I are investigating Stimson Hospital. Someone better be FaceTime in this bitch. Just saying. I don't even care about my work. They don't care. Just as long as like it's not posted anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I'm excited. Wouldn't that be awesome though to have me do a remote investigation with you guys? That would. That would be super cool. Well, I know Dan usually goes live when. Yeah, but I mean, like, actually having me, like, you know, not necessarily in Zoom, but like this, yeah. you know, where I can see you guys and hear everything. You know what I mean? Yeah, it'd be cool. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Like, I'm. Well, because when we first made these plans, and I, I think, I don't know, did I, did I, I told you about it. Yeah, I'm sure you did. Um, it's like you should try and come up because it'd be cool. It's actually probably closer to you than it is me. It's in uh, oh, really? Eagle, 
yeah, it's, I don't know. <laughs> I'm making shit up as I go. I don't fucking know. Um, it's eating rapids, so. Eating rapids. That's like in this way. Okay, so more by Dan. Probably more by Dan. Okay. It's definitely going to be closer for like Dan and Sherry to get there than me. <laughs> yeah, it's only. Um, hmm, Let me see how far. Seven hours, I think. Somewhere in that uh -huh. area. Hello? Seven hours to over there in that area. I mean, the trip is supposed to be eight hours, but we know how it works for me. It actually equals out to be about 10. Um, so, yeah, I would put that location at about seven hours. Yeah, it's <laughs> one hour and 45 minutes from me. Yep, that. Yeah, here about two hours from Dan. So yeah, that'll be coming up. So that'll be exciting to talk about it when it's done over. And that would be really cool to have Dan and Sherry on. But you know what? With everyone working different, like Dan and Sherry are morning workers, and I am a second shift worker, and you are a second slash third. <laughs> so it's kind of difficult to get us all I think the one time when we did it last year it was a veterans day and it was on a Tuesday and I think it was one because everybody had off everybody had that day off <laughs> well I don't know maybe Dan and Sherry had to work but we did it a little later in the evening and it worked perfectly mm -hmm. we'll have to try and coordinate one of those nights again yeah because I believe that's also Dan's birthday. Ah, my husband is September 13th. No veterans. He's days. a Virgo. Yeah, same. My husband's also a Virgo. I was I looking up? Hmm? I was looking up something. Oh. <laughs> oh. Um, Veterans Day this year is on a Saturday. Hmm. That's not going to work. Anyway, we should probably. Huh? I was going to say we should probably let our people go. Yeah, we probably should because now we're just fucking spouting nonsense. And this is how our normal conversations go. We get lost halfway through, just like in our podcast. Yep, we get lost. Um, we derail um, 17 sub-stories to each story. Nope, oh, my favorite, side quests. Yeah, lots of those. Yep. So many of those. And Jenny says she can't hear it, but if you guys hear like a humming thing on my side, and you haven't heard me complain that I'm hot, I got a fan in here. Just a small one. So if anybody hears it, let us know in the comments. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Definitely let us know. Um, oh, and should we talk about the one thing that we're going to do on the other thing only? Ah, well, I, maybe at the start of the next one. How about that? Okay. Yeah, because, yeah. 
that works. We'll tell you about a little surprise that's coming your way. For anybody who is still here, yeah. there's a surprise. Yeah, they all probably said, fuck them bitches that shut us off 15 <laughs> minutes ago. All right. This time and, we will let you go. Yeah, but if you are still here, have a great weekend. See you next time. Until next time, creep you later. Bye.